Hey, what's up? Welcome to a special bonus episode. Today, we're talking about a specific tax credit that you, as a manufacturer, might want to take advantage of. Welcome to Manufacturing Happy Hour, the podcast where we get real about the latest trends and technologies impacting modern manufacturers. Manufacturing Happy Hour. Each week, we interview industry experts that are at the top of their craft and give you the tools, tactics, and strategies you need to take your career and your business to the next level. And now, your host, Chris Lukey. Hey, what's up, everyone? This episode is all about understanding the Employee Retention Credit, otherwise known as ERC, specifically for manufacturers in this case. Now, we talk a lot about ways manufacturers can save money and grow their business on manufacturing happy hour, you know, digital transformation, process optimization, all of that. Sometimes it makes sense to talk about the basics, the non-sexy stuff, but the stuff that can significantly impact your business's balance sheet. Today, we're focusing on one of those topics, specifically the employee retention tax credit. So how's this tax credit work? Well, to answer that, we're bringing back Josh Fox, CEO of Bottom Line Concepts, who appeared on episode 15 of this show to give you the lowdown. If you want to get to know Josh and the other ways he helps manufacturers identify cost savings, definitely listen to that one. Manufacturinghappyhour.com slash 15 will take you right there. In this episode, Josh is going to take us through what the employee retention credit is, who qualifies, how it works, and how it can result in savings of six to seven figures for small to mid-sized manufacturers. If you think you fall into this category, keep listening because it's time for Josh to explain it all. All right, Josh, it is great to have you back on manufacturing happy hour and since you're an old pro at this i'm gonna paint the picture to get us a a base understanding around the employee retention credit so let's say you and i are hanging out with a couple of manufacturers business owners at uh, peter luger your favorite steakhouse in new york and one of them asks hey you know i've heard about this employee retention credit but i'm not totally sure how it applies to my manufacturing business how do you answer that if you're enjoying steaks and cabs with someone Well, I would say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Client, you got the PPP money already, correct? And people are 99%, yeah, of course, I got round one or I got round one and round two of PPP. And I'll call the PPP program the peanut butter and I'll call this program ERC the jelly. So most people have only gotten PPP and they don't realize they can also now get ERC. And thank you to the Biden administration in 2021, they changed the rules and are now allowing companies to do both. Mm. So my next question to that is going to be, how do manufacturers qualify, right? Like who is the right type of fit for this program? So there's a couple of parameters that are important here. Number one is the number of employees that a company has. So if the company has less than 100 full-time people in 2019, they can qualify for 2020 and for 2021. And if the company has less than 500 people, but more than 100, so between 100 and 500, they would only qualify in 2021, but would not qualify in 2020. So that's another big change that the Biden administration made is that now if you have less than 500 people, you can qualify for ERC. Now, the other important part here is that there's two ways to qualify putting aside employee count. One is to have a change in revenue 
And one is to have a change in operations. And it's one or the other, it's definitely not both. So either, either the company had a significant revenue decline and we can do those calculations for them to see if there was enough of a revenue decline, or I think the much easier way for a manufacturer to qualify is to have a change in their operations. And I'll just give you some examples, right? Like maybe they changed their hours of operation. Maybe they stayed open longer or they closed sooner. They had change in job duties and functions of their employees. Some of the employees were doing X before COVID and now those same employees are doing Y. So a change in job duties and functions. Um, maybe they're having issues with their supply chain. I mean, such a big issue with manufacturers where they just couldn't even get their raw materials or their products from their vendors and their suppliers. What about having to change their real estate layout? Like the manufacturing plant doesn't look the same anymore. Where people could stand, where they could work, where they could congregate totally changed during the pandemic. So there's a lot of operational issues that really affected the manufacturer's ability to fulfill. Well, I like the way you describe it, right? Could be a change in revenue, like a decline in revenue, but what you describe with a change in operation, I feel like would really resonate with our audience because one of the terms you mentioned there, supply chain, every manufacturer seems to be experiencing supply chain woes right now. So that in addition to hours, job duty changes, real estate changes, um, all of those are are great qualifiers. What, what does the value of something like this look like, right? If a, if a manufacturer realizes that, Hey, it looks like we might qualify for this, you know, what, what is the potential value to their business? So we're averaging between eight to $10,000 a person, which is significant, right? I mean, if you had 200 people, for example, at your company, you're entitled to probably between 1.6 million and $2 million. And this is not PPP. As I said earlier, it's a grant. It is not a loan. So you don't have to get it forgiven. You don't have to submit receipts. You don't have to spend it on certain items. This is, you get your check, you put it in your company's bank account, and you essentially do whatever you want with it. Josh, I, I've got a question, right? Uh, you know, this is not uh, a, an insignificant amount of money, right? And like you said at the start, a lot of people are familiar with PPP. That's the peanut butter. This is like the jelly. How many people, you know, let's use that analogy. How many people are just having a peanut butter sandwich right now versus how many could be having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Are a lot of people missing out on this? Oh, I would say 80% of people that we talk to either were misinformed and were told they didn't qualify when they probably do, or they just weren't familiar with it at all. So either way, you know, 80% of the people that we typically talk to on a weekly basis have not moved forward with this. So what's the, the timeline for something like this then? Say I'm listening to this and I realize, okay, I might qualify. Is there a firm deadline? What's, a, what's the right timeline for taking action? So you actually have some time here. The way the law is currently written is you have up to three years to go back and amend. So if we're amending the 2020 year, we have until 2023. And if we're amending 2021, we have until 2024. So there's a pretty big runway here of a couple of years to go to get your money. Now, a little caveat to that, we're seeing, you know, significant lag times in how quickly the IRS is sending the check. So, you know, if you knew you were entitled to millions of dollars, like when would you sign up yesterday or tomorrow? 
you know, we're urging our clients to get their applications in as quick as possible in order to facilitate the time that they will get their check. And I want to ask you at the end of this, you know, what action do people need to take? But maybe let's paint the picture a little bit for the folks that are listening and thinking, okay, I might qualify for this. Can you give an example of how this has played out at a manufacturer, a similar sized uh, company in another industry, just so we've got a story to go with this? Well, we have filed as a company um, close to a billion dollars in ERC claims. So it's just incredible. Like when you think about delivering a billion dollars to, you know, small businesses in our country, how good that feels. I mean, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of major massive corporations have stolen market share and have taken away from the small business. And it just feels really good to help the small companies get this grant from the government to help them survive, help them flourish, you know, during the tough times. You know, we've had a lot of calls and emails where literally clients were like crying on the phone to us where they were like, thank you so much. Our business was going to go bankrupt. Our business was struggling. We were looking for loans from the bank. You know, we needed capital to continue our business. And this grant, the ERC program was a real savior for those businesses. Just back to the napkin math, right? Like if we got a manufacturer $2 million and that manufacturer was running at a net net 20% percent profit margin. It's like us bringing that manufacturer $10 million in new gross revenue, $10 million in new business from getting one $2 million net net check with that cash in your hands. I mean, it's, it's significant of a change to a business. I mean, if you're doing $50 million in revenue, we brought in another 10 million. I mean, you're talking about 20% of your gross revenue. We are a big fan of the the back of the bar napkin calculation here at uh, at Manufacturing Happy Hours. And as we wrap up here, is there anything you wish I would have asked you about this or a point we haven't covered that you'd like to add on? Well, it's really a very, very difficult, confusing program. And I think a lot of times when people are confused as human beings, they just get frozen and don't do anything. And I think that's a real shame. And I'd like to believe we've become real, real experts in this program. So people can reach out to us. We can get them comfortable. We can get them educated. Make sure that they're really confident in moving forward with this because the government did not make this easy to understand. And if you go on the IRS's website, I mean, there's hundreds of pages to read. The laws have changed multiple times. And it's really not an easy thing to do. You really need an expert to help you through this. And, and I'll make sure I have links to this over at manufacturinghappyhour.com on the show notes page. I'll share that in the outro. But Josh, what's the easiest way to, to get a hold of you and the team? Um, I mean, my email is just very simple. It's just my last name, Fox, F-O-X, at bottomlinesavings.com. We've been helping corporations recover money from the local and federal government for over 15 years. And you could always give us a call. Our phone number is really easy, 212-668-1111. You know, 212-668-1111. And would love to help companies. Well, it's always a pleasure having you on the show, Josh. We talk about a lot of ways manufacturers can be more productive, reduce scrap, but it's always good to get into, uh, let's say, some of the the fundamentals around money when uh, when we have conversations. It's been a couple of years since you and I first sat down, but uh, hopefully one of the, uh, the next times it will be over a drink or over a steak in the future. So any other closing points before, uh, before we head to the outro? 
That was it. I mean, I love your show. You know, I think it's incredible what you're doing for the industry. And it's always about education and alerting people to opportunities. You know, I think not everybody has the same access to information as other companies may do. And um, your show is really great about, you know, alerting people and educating people. Hey, we got great feedback on the last time we had you on and uh, looking forward to seeing the rave reviews this time around. So, Josh, thanks again. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you found this episode helpful. I know Josh just gave you his contact information, but if you want to learn more, you can always find everything you're looking for over at our website. Just go to manufacturinghappyhour.com slash ERC. That'll take you straight to Josh's original episode, as well as this episode, plus all the details and ways to connect with Josh and Bottom Line Concepts. Manufacturinghappyhour.com slash 15 will also take you to that same spot. That's it for this bonus episode. Stay innovative, stay thirsty, and we'll catch you again for our regularly scheduled programming very soon. Cheers. for listening to Manufacturing Happy Hour. Powered by the Industrial Network.